You need to embrace the boring and mundane tasks in your life because they are the bridge to the life that you are praying for. You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Can I tell you something? I do not always feel like doing what I have to do. There are some days where I want to sit around and be lazy and do absolutely nothing. And sometimes that's okay. But in real life, if you're trying to go somewhere and become all that God has called you to be, sometimes you have to do the things that you don't feel like doing. Yes, I'm talking about embracing the mundane, the boring tasks, the things that you literally gloss your eyes over when you think about it, the things that you run to your phone and start scrolling instead of doing these things. I made a post on my community tab and I said that you need to embrace the boring and mundane tasks in your life because they are the bridge to the life that you are praying for. Everything that God requires you to do requires discipline. And I talked about this a lot of times, but discipline is the thing that kicks in when your motivation runs out. I am the type of person who loves being motivated. I will join every challenge, every accountability group because I know how quickly motivation can run out. But how do we get to this place where we do the things that we need to do even when we don't feel inspired, even when we don't feel motivated? That is what we're going to talk about today. Now, before we get into this topic, I want to tell you guys about a free challenge that I have to help you do this very thing. It's called seven days of discipline. That's right. Seven days of discipline. At the time that I'm recording this, it's the end of January. And this is typically where people's motivation kind of runs out. And you have the option of whether you're going to go back into your old habits or you're going to press forward into the you that you always wanted to become. So if you fell off in the beginning of the year or no matter when you're watching this, this is the perfect challenge to do to get back in the momentum and start planting those seeds for the future you. So the seven days of discipline challenge is going to be happening from January 28th to February the 3rd. And over those seven days, we're going to be focusing on building healthy habits that cause you to grow closer to Christ and increase your self-discipline. This is seven days we're going to be killing those excuses, overcoming procrastination, and working our way to becoming all that God has called us to be. Now, I'm going to leave all the details to sign up for the seven days of discipline challenge in the description box below. But quickly, I just want to tell you some of the things that we'll be covering. Now, over the seven day challenge, we're going to have daily prayer calls and check ins. We have to hold each other accountable. And this is why community is so important. You are joining a community of doers when you participate in this challenge. We don't want to just be hearers of the word, but we want to be doers. Now, there's four rules for the challenge. And the first one is to wake up every day without hitting the snooze button. Do I need to even say more? Okay. Rule number two, spend time with God daily. Rule number three, 15 to 30 minutes of daily exercise. Rule number four, no junk food for seven days. So all my sugar cravers, all my salty girls like me, we're cutting that out and we're focusing on fueling our body with the things that it needs to thrive. So again, that's the rules of the seven days of discipline challenge. And you can click the link in the description box to join. Okay, so let's hop back into the topic of the video where we're talking about how to do the things that you do not feel like doing. Now, first, I just want to start this video off with a disclaimer. I understand that everybody's life looks different. 
Some of you are moms, some of you have a million responsibilities, some of you work nine to fives and have side businesses and have a lot of responsibilities. So I first want to say that everybody's life is going to look different. How you show up and the capacity and the energy that you have is going to look completely different from my life. And that is okay. So everything that I'm about to say, it may sound very blunt and to the point, but I really believe this because that the Lord has a sense of urgency for us to be moving forward. We cannot afford to be stuck and procrastinating and stuck in these old habits that do not serve the version of us that God is calling us to be. So whatever you hear me say, please know that it is laced in love and that my goal is to really help us develop a sense of urgency so we do not let life pass us by. Now, I started this video off telling you guys that I do not always feel like doing what I have to do, especially in this season of my life. My systems and routines are pretty much running on autopilot. So even when I don't have the energy, I have to show up because on my system, it says that I need to be doing this thing at this time. I don't always feel motivated. I don't always have the energy. And sometimes I would rather just be scrolling on social media. But again, I am focused on where I am going and why I am going there. I take the call of God on my life very seriously, and you should too. If you are watching this video nine times out of ten, you are not an average person, and God has not called you to live an average life. So you want to be very careful with the seeds that you plant. Are you planting seeds for the future you, or are you planting seeds to the old you who was self-sabotaging, procrastinating, delaying? No, you want to be focused on where God is calling you to be. Now, before we can even get into the how, we have to talk about the difference between giving yourself grace and giving yourself excuses. And there is a big difference. The first difference is grace realizes that progress is more important than perfection. Excuses use perfection as a reason to procrastinate. Again, Grace realizes that progress is more important than perfection. So for those of you recovering perfectionists that want to get every detail correct before you can move forward, this is where grace kicks in. Grace gives yourself that bridge to be like, okay, you know what? It's not exactly how I wanted it to be, but at least it's done and I'm going to give myself grace to continue to move forward. Excuses, on the other hand, says, you know what? This will never be perfect. I can't get it right. So I'll just put it off for tomorrow. I'll just put it off for another day. And next thing you know, years have gone by. You have not done what you needed to do. Now, another difference between giving yourself grace and giving yourself excuses is that grace gives you the ability to try again tomorrow, where giving yourself excuses gives you a reason to give up. Again, when you're giving yourself grace, you're showing yourself that, okay, you know what? Things didn't go exactly how I planned. I woke up a little bit later than usual. I didn't have as much time as I thought I had for my task. But you know what? I'm going to do the best that I can today. And tomorrow we'll treat it like a fresh day. Whereas giving yourself excuses will say, you know what? Today was terrible. Tomorrow's going to be terrible. I just might as well not even move forward. When I tried this the last time, it didn't work. It failed. So I'm just going to give up. You want to get in the habit of giving yourself grace, but not giving yourself excuses. When you're giving yourself grace, it should invite courage. When you're giving yourself excuses, a lot of times it's rooted in fear. You don't want to do this because you fear messing up. You fear how people will see you. You fear that you won't be able to maintain it. You fear that you're going to be inconsistent. Whatever it is, you want to give yourself grace and knowing that you are not perfect. When you're giving yourself grace, you're recognizing that you are not perfect. You're not going to be able to show up 100% every day. You are not a robot. 
Okay, I know you see people online and it seems like every detail of their lives is absolutely perfect, but I'm telling you, it is a lie. Nobody has the capacity to show up 100% every day. Sometimes you show up with 30% and you do the best you can, but at least you showed up. The purpose is to focus on being consistent and showing up no matter what you have in front of you because wherever you place in front of the Lord, he will meet you there. He will take your 30% and give you the energy that you need to show up to 90, to show up to 100, and it won't be in your own strength. That's where the grace of the Lord kicks in. So you want to make sure that you are not giving yourself excuses, but you are giving yourself grace. Mothers, you have a lot on your plate, so I know it can just be draining when you come home from work and you're tired and everybody is pulling on you. Give yourself grace and knowing that you may not be able to serve everyone, but you're here and you're showing up and you're not giving up. My girls who work a nine to five and are running a side business, you're going to be tired when you get home, but focus on giving yourself grace. Give yourself 20 to 30 minutes to rest, but get back to work. Don't allow the responsibilities that the Lord has placed on you to become excuses that hinder your growth. God is aware of everything that he's placed in your life and they are not limitations. They're not bondages that keep you stuck. You have to begin to change your perspective and realize that God is aware of everything that he placed on you. And if you're in a place where you feel like you cannot show up, it means that you're trying to do it in your own strength. You want to be seeking the Lord and asking him to increase your capacity. You want to be partnering with the Holy Spirit in your daily tasks so that you can receive the grace and work on his strength and not your own. We cannot pray for big blessings and not have the discipline to steward them well. Again, everything that you're praying for requires you to be disciplined in the small details. So let's talk about two ways that you can do the things that you don't feel like doing. The first way is to invite God into the details. There's a scripture that says that God cares about even the tiniest detail of your life. That has completely shifted my perspective and it helped me to realize that God just doesn't want to meet with me in the morning. He wants to work with me throughout the day. He wants me to be sensitive to his presence and his presence is not just about spiritual things. He's also into the practical things. He's interested in your job. He's interested in how you steward your time. He's interested in your family. He's interested in every single detail. He's interested in your meal for the day. Whatever it is, God cares about the details. And when you don't feel like doing something, you need to pull on the strength of the Lord. One of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. That is the ability to do the things that you do not feel like doing. That is the ability to say no to the things that you want to say yes to. So partner with the Lord and receive that self-control so that you can move forward. Again, the temptation is to always slide into procrastination, to scroll instead of doing what you need to do. But the Holy Spirit will give you everything that you need to say no to that temptation. It says that no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man, which means that God is aware and he will partner with you and give you what you need to move forward. And it's also a way that you'll grow deeper in your faith because you're going to be practicing the presence of God daily. Now, the second way that you can do the things that you don't feel like doing is to romanticize them. This can be as simple as playing some jazz or worship music when you're doing a task you don't feel like. Light a candle, put on a cute outfit. I'm not talking about getting fully dressed up, but put on something that makes you feel good. When you look good, you feel good. You have the energy to show up. Go find a cute environment. Go work at a coffee shop or Panera or something that gets you out of your environment. 
your atmosphere really does affect the way that you show up. And so when you don't feel like doing something, do those small little things and allow yourself to enjoy that experience. I love working with my favorite music because music really does shift the atmosphere. And no, it's not going to make that task that I'm doing any more interesting, but it will just shift my perspective. Try to find some way that you can incorporate something that you enjoy into those little things and you'll find it not being such a burden. And also remember your why. Why are you focusing on these details? Why are you pushing past your comfort zone? Remembering your why will sustain you again when your motivation runs out. So let's recap. How to do the things that you do not feel like doing. Number one, invite God into the details. He cares about every aspect of your life and he will supply you with the strength that you need to move forward. Number two, find ways to romanticize even the details. Candles, jazz music, a cute outfit, whatever it is, your favorite snack. Something that will bring you a moment of joy even in the midst of the most mundane task. And the bonus tip number three, remember your why. You are going somewhere and keeping your vision top of mind will keep you sustained when your motivation runs out. So I know it's not easy. I hope this has been helpful for you guys. Don't forget to sign up for the seven days of discipline challenge. You can use the link in the description box. I love you guys and I'll talk to you on the next video. Bye.